Okay, we're starting. That's how you know that it started. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so welcome. You can hear that this is a different voice that we have here. Welcome to A Place Within. This is Christina. Ashlyn is not here to introduce the podcast, so I have to try to do it. So welcome to A Place Within, where we are going to get to the heart of our thoughts, feelings, and desires, where we trust we will find the gospel and our need for it. Boom, I did it. Amen. Joining us, boom, I said it. Joining us, we have Deanna Lopez. (sighs) Those are cheering crowds. Deanna Lopez is um, an old roommate of mine, um, as in we used to live together. Um, (laughs) Wow. I am much older than her. (laughs) Not that much older. <laughs> and um yeah, we used to live across the hall from one another. We were night owls together. We would chat in the middle of the night, pray in the middle of the night. It was great. Um and Diana is joining us. Uh she has a podcast of her own called The 24 Club. Um which you should definitely check out. And um yeah, she's just going to be joining us and chatting with uh with us about some of her experiences in life, some of the things that she's great at, and uh, ways that the Lord works in her life. So I'm excited. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm hoping I'm talking into the mic enough, so we'll see if this works out. Looks good to me. It looks good. Um, Sweet. So I would love if you could just kind of share with us kind of where you're at in life. Like, what do you, what do you do? How did you get to that point? And um, yeah, tell the people who you are, what you do, etc. Yes. So I am a graduate student with Christina at Boom. the Augustine Institute. Um, and I moved back here to Denver about a year ago. I was in focus for five years prior to that. Well, actually, no, I was in ministry prior to that. Right outside of college, I went to Focus for five years. I was here in Colorado. I really wanted to go to the AI. It was a big desire of my heart, but the Lord ended up calling me back to San Antonio, and I was campus minister there for a couple years. Um, But then he opened the door for me to come back to the AI and to Denver. So I've been here for the past year, and I got a new job with an organization called Newman Ministry. So I work as, they don't really have a title for me, but I work (laughs) as... Um, a, a program director doing a bunch of different things. Um, one of the biggest things I do with Newman is social media. So I do a lot of social media outreach and evangelization. Um, I'm in school and yeah, that's pretty much what I'm doing at this time in my life. I'm going to be graduating in probably in the fall. So I'm a little bit behind Christina and the gang, but um, yeah, I'm just going at the pace that the Lord has me at. So yep. it's so good. Um, so social media is one of the things that you said that you work on and that I've seen you um, work amazingly in. Um, yeah, and this is so cool. If you guys have not seen anything that Newman is, what is your, what's the handle for Newman Ministry? It's at Newman Connection. Newman Connection, sweet. So Newman Connection has some of the most beautiful and like effective social media evangelization that I've like ever seen in my life. Thanks to Christina, because she helps with 90% of it. That is so, I've helped with like 3% of it, maybe, probably less. Be like point, 0.3%. I've helped with like, like three posts over the last year. Way more. Um, And um, yeah, and I think it's so funny because like we, 
in sort of like Catholic young adult world, we have this reactionary response to social media where it's like, oh, it's so toxic, da, da, da. And I like, I can understand that. Like personally, I, you know, I don't really do anything very good with social media, like <laughs> ever. Um, so it just like kind of is this numbing um, force in my life. And so I'm not even touching it right now um, mm. because yeah, it's this thing that like, it's this compulsion, right? That I find myself picking up my phone and mm. I have nothing to do. So I just hit Instagram and I, I was literally just on it like two seconds prior, but I just like wanted, yeah. you know what I mean? So because of right. that, like we have this whole sort of like, oh yeah, there's nothing good because I found myself in this vicious cycle, vicious as in a vice. <laughs> like yeah. I find myself um, like practicing vice or becoming, I don't know, just falling into vice mm -hmm. because of it. So it is evil. And it's almost this like um, assumption that we all make that we can all like agree on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Where people like sit there and they're just like, oh yeah, well, social media, as we know, is this toxic, oh, evil reality right. that we all must somehow mm -hmm. push forward through. Yeah, somehow we'll make it through. <laughs> yeah, what do you think of that? Like, <laughs> I know that you yeah. have noticed this before. I would love if you could just kind of, what are your musings? What are your thoughts? Yes, so I, I think, okay, just like with anything, I think it really, you have to take social media with um, moderation. You have to, to approach it with moderation. Um, I do, though, also think that it is the primary way that we communicate with you know young adults especially in our day and age i not to say that that's good or that we shouldn't have conversation or that we shouldn't do things like that but i think that it's kind of ignorant to just deny for certain organizations to deny yeah that you know social media is a good channel to to evangelize or to reach people um i think you have to have a good mindset about it and have to have a clear vision and purpose for what you're doing um when you are on there because like you i've spent hours scrolling on my personal instagram and it can definitely become something that's unhealthy but I've seen it only like draw people closer um, to the Lord and to his church and to the truth in my short time I've been doing this, the Newman. I mean, although we have arguments sometimes or there, mm -hmm. I don't really argue with people, but there are like, you know, um, comments that are made that aren't super great. Um, and we have some hard discussions on there with people. I think for the most part, it really has built a community and has um, been a gift. And so I think that in the church, it really actually kind of bothers me how yeah. people have this like view of it, especially at, in the, um, what is the word? Like the community that we're in here, mm -hmm. like it's great and awesome. And I love what people are doing, but I think people have swung kind of too far to the other direction where right. it's like social media is evil. And like, what are Christian organizations doing on there? I mean, in my mind, that's just honestly kind of ignorant. Mm -hmm. And so, that's kind of an intense perspective, but that's really how I feel because I I, um, I hear people kind of dogging on social media all the time and social media evangelization and saying that it's evil, you know, mm -hmm. and and um, and so, yeah, that's kind of my take. I could go way deeper into that, but I don't want to continue rambling. So, yeah, that's my no, first no, thought. No, no, no. I think I would love to go deeper into it because I think that that's what we like to do here. We like to get to the heart. Um, and, and, like, so I'm interested, honestly, in, like, what the fear is and I wonder you know is it as simple as like we're afraid of um providing 
more opportunities for people to enter into vice like you know so like if a christian organization is on social media or if a christian period is on social media we're like feeding into this vice thing um and like obviously i'm saying this as a person who's who has social media and as like our podcast has social media and the like are not using it is not because we like think it's evil it's because we like to use it intentionally and we know that that takes effort. <laughs> um, so yeah. anyways, so I'm saying that as like a devil's advocate. Thing. Yeah. So totally. trying to like dig into that, like what what do you think the fear is um, for either individuals, organizations, apostolates that do want to move away from social media entirely? I think it kind of is the pendulum swing type mm-hmm. of thing. I think that people most of the time actually have, I mean, you know, a good desire, which is they want right. to become more virtuous or they don't want to feed into the culture of death is how I've heard it um, said. Mm. But um, again, I, I think that they're missing. It's just kind of like not looking at the whole picture. But right. I do, I think it's because there's like a good desire behind it. Right. It's like we don't want to feed into this culture. We don't want to succumb to this, things like that. But yeah. What I, do you think the this is? Or, like, how is um, social media related to the culture of death in that view, do you think? Okay, that's, yeah. I would say um, it's, like, the vanity is yeah. the number one thing I hear. Um, it can really lead to uh, or feed into pornography, addictions, yeah. and things like that. Um, and it can be really isolating, I think, mm-hmm. which is true of other things in our world. And it is true of social media, especially, like, the world today versus what it was when I was, you know, in high school like it's different there you know there's still it's the same evil that we're fighting against but it has different it's taking different forms and it looks different and so I think that yeah so that's that's what I think it is and but I think that like we can use social media and it's kind of like using a tool for the in the right way it's like a powerful tool in our world today so it's like how are we going to to use this it's a I mean it's the primary mode of communication right it's like answering the call to the new evangelization to to take that up and to to try to connect with people that way even if it puts you in an uncomfortable position um that being said definitely there's still some evil parts of it i guess mm-hmm. or like ways that it can become unhealthy for sure um and i think it's the same things that we all struggle with from original sin but it's just right. now it's like kind of taking on its own form in um social media does that make sense yeah no definitely i think that's very well put um and i think that yeah there's like a so a couple things i think first of all the whole thing is just this like baby with a bathwater, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. sort of situation. And I think that we can get kind of like triggered sometimes by the idea of like the new evangelization as like, you know, the gospel on Instagram. And it's like, well, no, that's not what it is. No. But it's like, it's mm-hmm. like, it's including everything, you know, all that the right. modern age is like the gospel, um, just sort of like to actually enter into or I don't know right like to really allow the gospel to like permeate um and to sink into the modern age um and to evangelize from the inside out you know like rather than this sort of like um come to us right you know and like uh if you're worthy (laughs) or if you can if you can suck yourselves out Mm -hmm. of um this toxic environment then then you can be evangelized or then you can meet Jesus it's like Mm mm-hmm we can meet people everywhere. Um, exactly. Yeah, go ahead. And I think that it can come across when there are organizations who, or, or that have this fear of social media or, and don't 
get on it, which is okay. That's, you know, they're right. right. But then on top of that, kind of look down upon organizations that do and really kind of shun that. I think it's kind of giving the message of like, we're too good mm-hmm. for you. And I think, I mean, I don't know. I just, yeah. I, I, speaking to what you were saying, I just, I think that that you're missing a big portion of people that you could be um, sharing the gospel with. And even indirectly, you know, um, I just also think of being a witness of how to use social media in a healthy way is changing the culture it's yeah definitely harder and it's going against the current and it's not I'm not saying that it's easy and perfect I just right. but I think it's so important and um yeah I don't know but I also just to speak to what you said I don't think that the new evangelization yeah, is all about exactly. digital media I just John Paul II I just read something that he talks about that specifically like yeah. with digital media and how right. we're called to to engage in that but that's like one portion exactly. of the larger call so. yeah 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 no I think you're that's, so, that's spot on um, it's funny how we like, I don't know, institutionally even, there can be this sort of like reaction against opportunities to grow in virtue, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is what these things can be, you know, it doesn't have to be, okay, that's an occasion of sin. And so we reject it outright. I mean, in a certain sense, like depending on how grave it is, then absolutely. But like when we're talking about social media, I don't think it's fair to automatically just say like oh yeah that's black and white this is a near occasion of mortal sin like "Mm." (laughs) that's a that is a big claim that I would have to see argued quite well (laughs) to be convinced (laughs) but haven't you noticed like in the church and not just the catholic church like the christian church I would say as a whole Mm -hmm. like there is this like kind of attitude towards social media and even I mean to be completely honest like toward people who who engage in that on a regular basis and do like for what I do in my job I feel like I'm constantly having to kind of like defend and I do that out of a place of trying to to bring understanding and and um trying to to understand their point of view and like I've had to get to a point where it doesn't really bother me that much but haven't you noticed that that's kind of like the mindset of the general population absolutely to the point where it's like not engaging on social media is like, you know, we can, somebody like me, I can engage my, or examine my motives for not being very engaged on social media recently. Um, yeah, and it's Lent and you're... Well, but even before Lent, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, on Lent, it, before Lent, I was engaging on social media by scrolling. Mm. But then I wasn't posting anything myself, gotcha. pretty much never sharing anything. Um, and it's like, let me look at my motives for that. And it's actually, I think it's kind of a fascinating thing to do that. Right. There is something of, like, the vanity and the fear of, like, it takes a lot to... Okay, and this isn't just vanity. Let me start with a good version. <laughs> like, wanting in to post intentional, beautiful content. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, good things. Yeah. So that's, like, a good motive. And then just kind of feeling like I don't have time or, like, that's just not what I want to put my energy towards right now, which mm-hmm. is okay. Um, the flip side of that is, like, the vanity of, like, and fear of, like, well, what if I don't get enough likes or if I just start to feel anxious about the way that I look or I thought that it was pretty, but actually it isn't, whatever. Okay, so then there's that, which is like a much more toxic motive. Mm -hmm. Then there's, um, I think this whole other like sort of, I won't call it like truly self-righteous because I don't personally like think that being on social media or off social media is better or worse, but there is like a fitting in element Mm -hmm. of like, I'm in a community right now that like as a whole generally doesn't post on social media very much. And mm-hmm. there's like, that's a reality. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
and like to just kind of be like oh but I don't like that has absolutely nothing to do with me like yeah I don't know that's probably not true (laughs) you know what I mean um as opposed to like if I was in a community that was using it a lot like maybe I would like want to be more involved and I'm just like being honest about that you know what I mean um and that's not to say that like you know one or the other is worse it's more just like that or better or worse I should say it's more that like I'm being honest about the fact that the motive Mm -hmm. is not as much like oh yeah well I just want to be detached it's like actually I am attached (laughs) you know I'm I'm attached to the um in the same way that I would be attached if I was in a like a high school let's say Mm -hmm. I hope not the same way because I'm more grown but you know what I mean like you think about high schoolers who feel like they always have to post great stuff on social media and get all these likes right because they want their friends to like them right like there's a little hint of something similar I don't want to say it's completely analogous because it's not the same level of like anxiety and like attachment and fear um but this little thing of like okay well you know my friends don't really use that so like I don't yeah. have to either. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's completely true. Yeah. There's just so many different elements that come in here and to just kind of all, I don't know, if I were to just say, I don't use social media because I'm detached. Yeah. Like. Yeah. No, I love that you're saying this. That's not yeah. really true, Christina. <laughs> I love that you're actually having this conversation <laughs> because it is so real. And if everybody was to look at their their heart, their motive, I mean, for anything though, but mm-hmm. specifically for this, I think that it would be a similar conversation. But the thing is, it's just easier, I think, to mm-hmm. be like, oh, well, I'm, I'm detached, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and there, again, there is some good in that. It's not like, every, you know, everyone's like, let's not go to daily mass. Like, this is, like, it's like mm-hmm. a thing that is actually right. can be bad. But I, I think it's good to have this type of conversation because mm-hmm. I think it needs to be had. And I think that, I mean, ultimately what I think is that people will slowly, unless the world changes, who knows? But if it continues to go this direction, I think that, um, yeah, there's going to be, I don't know. I'm always humbled. I I didn't always have this outlook on social media either. So yeah. I've kind of been humbled as God has like kind of drawn me out and, and allowed me to use my my passion for mission and also my creativity in this way. So anyways, I felt like I sound like a Instagram, I don't know, person paid by Instagram to well, like talk I'm, about social media. But I, <laughs> no, I, I, pers- I purposely, like I've always been sort of inspired and um, edified by the way that you use social media, not just by the way that you use it on Newman, but the way that you use it personally, um, because you really have fun on your social media mm-hmm. and like connect with people. Um, yeah. And there's like a, yes, there's like evangelization and like powerful content being shared, but it's also just like, mm-hmm. I'm just having fun. You know, <laughs> like it's like this sort of beautiful mix, which is like, I think a really great way to be using it mm-hmm. um, where it isn't, yeah, it isn't this whole, like, oh, let me show you my glamorous life. Let me show you, you know, all the reasons why you should want to be me. It's just, like, yeah. you know, I like to connect with people, so that's what I'm doing. And if you were somebody else who didn't, like, enjoy that as much, you know, like, my husband just, like, does not have any sort of impulse in him at all to want to mm-hmm. connect with people in that way. And so he doesn't. And, like, I feel like for him it's, like, more of an authentic re- – and maybe I'm just – rose-colored glasses this is my husband but whatever You're like <laughs> so crazy. but yeah like when I think about him I'm like yeah he I don't see him as somebody who like like is actually he just wants to fit in like he he really just doesn't want Care. yeah he yeah. just doesn't want to be doesn't like to connect yeah. with people in that way um he likes to connect with people in other ways exactly um 
but yeah you were just like honest with yourself and like I think detached in a different way where it's like you're detached enough to know like actually I do enjoy this and like God is okay with that <laughs> uh, yeah. oh my gosh 100% you know what I mean yes <laughs> No, I 100% Rather than this sort of like, oh, is that okay? Uh, Which actually that anxiety is attachment, you know? Yeah, in other ways, yep. But I I don't know. I think that it would be different if I was not, for me specifically, and thank you for for what you said. I think you've seen both sides of it and you can see how I can get, you know, there's sometimes where anxiety will come out, especially when I'm doing it for large amounts of people with with my job. But um, I think the important thing in all that is that like, if I were to be the type of person that never really liked to, to go out and be with people ever, didn't have mm-hmm. a lot of like interpersonal relationships and struggled with that, which is okay. Um, but I think it could be a temptation to kind of hide behind yeah. my phone. But I think, I mean, for me, when I connect with people, it's people that I have built really most of the time, like good relationships with, deep relationships with. A lot of them are my family, you know, my yeah. best friends. Um, and I get to connect with them even when I live in another state and, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of share my life and share what God is doing and, and um, in a fun way. And so, um, yeah, and also keep up with people that I don't see super often. But I think, again, like it's not like a, in place of my like normal relationships, you know, mm-hmm. which I think can happen. And so I understand why people say it's it can be isolating. But on the other, on the flip side of things, I guess it depends on what kind of personality you have and things like that, mm-hmm. but it can actually be really enriching in certain ways. And, I, I mean, again, it's just one thing. It's, like, right. one way to, um, yeah, to connect with people. And, I mean, I think people would have done it back in the day if they could have. Yeah, But exactly. they didn't have the opportunity to. You know, they had to write letters and send pictures that were printed out. And yeah. now it's, I mean, yeah. that's still cool to do, but it's a gift that we can have this, you know, way of sharing our lives. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, like, yeah, I do want to say that, like, of course – um any there's just so many ways to decide to engage or not engage with Mm -hmm. all these various things and and all of that is totally okay I I don't want to come off like we're suggesting that anybody who says they don't want to be on social media is self-righteous and I think I said that when I was talking about my husband but like in like even you know somebody who says like oh I'm attached, so I'm getting off of social media. Like, that can just be a personal, like, recognition of themselves, you know? And even to say, I think that this is a trend, that people tend to become too attached on social media, and I think it's something that people should be really careful about. That's a really true point, you know? Yeah, Um, definitely. So, and so anyways, I I think that's something that I would love to dig into a little bit, um, is, like, how to sort of okay recognizing that the use of social media and like you know all the things that we know that well okay did you ever watch the movie of the social network um no we okay I kind of watched it I was a campus minister and we had to show it to our students and I was also like in the office trying to finish a paper for grad school so <laughs> I truly watched like two like 10 minutes of it but I I need to watch I heard it was yeah good. yeah the last time we talked about social media on this podcast was we were talking about that movie and um I don't really remember what I found powerful about it anymore, but <laughs> but I thought it was good. Um, it kind of demonizes social media, right? But definitely, like, it – I don't know that it – well, yes, it does, actually. But it does it from, like, a sort of factual standpoint where oh, you're yeah. recognizing – I am remembering The way now. that, like, the algorithms work and the way the Google works and all these different things. Yes, okay. Which yeah. is yes. fair. And, like, those yeah. are things that we should recognize. And as we're talking about all these things, like, we want to – say okay there's actually not only like a spiritual power but like a literal literally a company 
mm-hmm. that like wants to get you addicted to this. Um, so how do we look at this and say like, okay, this is actually, yes, it's a, it's a near occasion, but it's also like an opportunity for virtue. You know, we can sort of look at it and say, um, I can choose to exercise my will as mm-hmm. I engage with this thing. Um, which we should do sense. with everything in our lives. You yeah. Know? Like I, I just, yeah, we should do that with, with all things, right. you know? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but I, 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 do I yeah, I want to ask like about this specifically just because it's like something that, that can be, yeah. And it can be so, um, but I think yeah, that's a great point because yeah, we don't necessarily bring that up when we're talking about, oh, I don't know, like Doritos. Although back in like 2005, people were talking about that. No. <laughs> What was that movie about <laughs> McDonald's? Oh, yeah. The, oh, my gosh. Yeah. About how they want you to, yeah, they want you to go back to McDonald's all the time. Well, that was like kind of a dumb movie because if you really think about it, it's like, why would we ever do, <laughs> sorry, but why would we ever do like, what is the word, like an experiment being like, we're going to make this person use social media for like 12 hours a day and see what happens mm-hmm. to them. It's like, of course they would suffer. Like, of course mm-hmm. you're going to suffer if you eat McDonald's every single day. Like, right, right, right. Hello. Right. <laughs> I mean, I just don't understand. Like, I don't know. I just that was I don't funny. Know. Yeah, that was funny. But sorry, I'm trying to answer your question. Okay, and now sorry. I'm kind of getting off yeah, topic. no, I I did that to you. <laughs> but you were saying like the McDonald like that movie. Yeah, because it, it's like we don't talk about it with the same in the same way as we do with other things. Yeah, but we did at that point. Yeah, <laughs> and I think but we do recognize. You know, there are many things that like shopping. Right. It, like they want you to go back and, yep. and buy yep. more right. Ulta. That's why they, you right. know, give you more points. <laughs> yeah. It's 21 yeah. days ago. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I think maybe like, cause your phone, you have it in your pocket. Yeah. Um, and like it, um, yeah, it's right there. And, uh, what was I about to say? It's kind of like a habit. It's an easy thing to kind of, well, I don't know if you're going to say that. But right. It, yeah, no, exactly. And it's so powerful. I think it's that it is like one of these very powerful things mm-hmm. and it feels like there are no consequences. Maybe that's what it is. Like as opposed mm. to shopping where you see the dent or you feel the dent in your wallet that's when you look point. at your bank account or something. Where, But like if you spend hours on social media and you like got it, so you did, you went through your work day and then you spend your whole evening on social media, you might be like, oh, that was more boring than I thought it was going to be. But if you're not thinking about, like, virtue, which probably most of us are, but, like, if you're not, you might not think that anything bad has happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's a very, very good point. I don't know. I think I'm trying to think of – because I do – I yeah, I really do see it in both sides. I just, in the last year, have been doing my job and doing yeah. mission and ministry within right. the – the platform of social media and so it's I've been able to see a lot of cool things and see a lot of growth but for myself honestly like I I get so addicted Mm -hmm. to TikTok that I like can't get on it really rarely ever I'll give myself like certain points just because I know myself and like I am the person they create all those ads for I'm like such a I'm such a sucker for those and I can just (laughs) scroll and scroll and sometimes though there's something that's beautiful right like there's um some prayer like there are a lot of I mean I guess just because of what I look at it really populates a lot of videos that are about God or, you know, mm-hmm. content like that. And so it's, some of it's really encouraging. But for me, I actually, like, stay off of that specific one. Instagram is a little bit different, but TikTok, because it's, like, it can be unhealthy. Just, like, I don't yeah. eat up hot Cheetos, like, yeah. all the time. Because if I buy them every day, I'll eat the whole bag, and then I'll just be super unhealthy like that McDonald's yeah. dude. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, and I think that's with – those are, I don't know, with anything. Like, with any good or any 
I don't know, object. Like, it's just, and so anyways, I just, that is my personal experience. I have a hard time, and I don't know, I'm still learning how to speak about it, because I, I come up against people all the time, kind of, with this, like, attitude of, oh my gosh, social media is just ruining the world, and there's no way we can use it for good. And I know that sounds kind of harsh, but it's just, it's kind of a, a reality that, um, yeah, people don't really speak to a lot, and so that's my opinion on it. But yeah, yeah, no, I think that's that's a good way of thinking about it. Um, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, and to kind of like recognize that most social media platforms, I think, can be kind of likened to like a, um, I don't know, yeah, like I don't, I don't know, maybe I, I don't know if I want to say, but it, they are like meant to be addicting, and if we just like kind right. of recognize that, then we already have a lot of power as long as we also recognize like the way that our minds and our souls like respond to those um addicting agents you know like I think that there can be a tendency to kind of be like oh yeah those are addicting but like I mean the same way that any other thing that people become addicted to like I don't have that problem (laughs) but then meanwhile you are an addict (laughs) right um so as long as we recognize that like we are susceptible to that as much as anyone else then I think that we already give ourselves a lot of power um yeah that's a good point yeah and then I think like seeing what fruit it is bearing you know like there are some people who just feel like I personally don't see any fruit being born in my life from yeah, this at all and so fine. I am not going to use it anymore and I think yeah I would encourage anyone listening to like not necessarily say that that would be the case for everyone <laughs> but mm-hmm. um but to recognize that like yeah everybody is different and um mm-hmm. everything is a uh, well, never I'm just repeating what Deanna said at this point. Yeah. You said it very well. Good job. Oh, well, I, don't, I think I'm kind of going in circles. But I, I think I have one last thing I want to say is yeah. that if there wasn't fruit born from our efforts, and I'm just speaking from my experience with my job right now, um, and also like as Campus Minister, we did a little bit of social media, which did, you know, get people to come to some of our events. It wasn't yeah. like the main way, but it was part of it. Um, but if I didn't see fruit from it, then I think that would be a different story. But because I have seen a lot of fruit and, you know, I think that that's kind of the reason that I have such a strong perspective on it. And um, because I have seen the way that it can be used for good. And I've been not doing this for super long and I've been probably spared a lot of just because of the platform that I'm on and the people that I talk to. Not that Mm -hmm. it's a big one, but you know what I'm saying? Like it's relatively most of them are are kind people and, you know, have been practicing virtue and are, you know, trying to walk with God and so I think that I've been personally spared a lot of like the things that I know some people experience which is like a lot of hate and a lot of like you know yeah um especially like about their appearance and things like that and I just think that I've had like a couple comments and I've had and even and those are hard and I can see why like I I can see why like people can people have such a strong view of it because it can be really detrimental which you know is true of of many things but I have seen it bear fruit in our ministry and like even in just simple things of like people messaging me saying like hey I saw your video about the Eucharist like I really had no idea the Catholics that's why they believed in the body of Christ or like I really thought the Catholics worshipped Mary and actually when you were speaking to this and giving me like scriptural evidence in this 15 second video it actually kind of changed my mind and I won't go around telling everybody that I think Catholics worship Mary anymore you know like it's it's cool and isn't that amazing like it's funny that okay a person like me who's like more of a like wanting to be like a full-on scripture scholar kind of person like I you know somebody's like okay in 15 seconds 
why don't Catholics worship Mary? And I'm like, ah, like I can't, you know? Um, but it's like, that's actually when somebody comes up to me, you know, at a bar or something like, which doesn't happen very often, but let's say it happened. Um, and they have like a question about God. They literally don't want me to go into the hour long talk with like my, you know, a lecture. They want the like 15 second to a minute, like conversation starter, you know? Um, and like, yeah, the fact that, um, you're developing that skill and that, and I mean, not just developing, like you have that skill. Um, it's just really cool because a lot of us don't have it and it's a really powerful evangelization. Um, I don't know. Tool is too, is not a strong enough word. <laughs> I think tool is, is right. Whereas like I wouldn't want to hear everything you have to say all day long about scripture. You know, like it's just, we have different functions, like very cliche to say, but it's true. Like, like it talks about in scripture. Right. In the body of Christ. And so, Amen. yeah, no, it's refreshing to talk to you about this because it's definitely something that has been on my heart and my mind um, because it's come up in conversation a lot in school. Yeah. So, That's so I think good. it's good to get your perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to kind of like shift gears a little bit. I'm going to make a, this is, watch this transition. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> so one way that you use trans, I just said translation. Translation. That's, wow. that's not right. I'm <laughs> stuck in my Greek class. Okay. That's funny. Start over. Shout one. out to Prothrow. <laughs> One way that you used social media mm-hmm. this summer was you documented your pilgrimage on the Camino. I tried. <laughs> and it was beautiful. <laughs> I loved it. Um, if you – was on Newman Connect- Connection, right? Yep. So if Newman you go Connection. on Newman Connection and you scroll back into what, like July? Yeah, it's on the highlights if you go to the pilgrimage. The highlights. Mm-hmm. Pilgrimage. Beautiful. Yep. Um, the top. You will see these gorgeous um, – videos of um this little pilgrimage that was taken um to spain Mm -hmm. and that was your second time on the camino right Mm -hmm. and you've also been to assisi before no you haven't no i have not but you are going to assisi this summer with you're taking people to assisi yep this summer and you're recruiting people to go to assisi right so if anybody is listening to this and you are a young adult who you don't even have to be catholic you want to go and backpack through italy that sounds awesome please reach out to me if this is before june 20th um and if you hear this before june 20th i mean um because yeah it's gonna be awesome i mean i just had a really transformative experience when i walked the camino my first time and i did that not leading it in any well i was a missionary with focus and i went with some of the girls i was working with but um i had no idea i had never done anything like it and it was super transformative for me um because it's just really prayerful it's really cool to encounter God and people outside of like your normal day-to-day experience and also you're taken out of like certain comforts but um yeah you just get to to really experience the Lord in in a new way and so it's super powerful I think it's a really awesome thing to do it's different than a mission trip for sure Mm -hmm. you know it's more um there's definitely more um I don't know how to put it it's it's just different and Mm -hmm. so I think it's one of the most transformative things and so that's why I am um doing this with Newman. It's our first time doing any type of trip within Newman ministry at all, but they trusted me and said yes to allowing me to do this. And so I'm working with Creatio, which is a, an organization that's based out of Denver, and they do a bunch of pilgrimages. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of them. They're kind of similar to core expeditions, but, but different. And they take young adults basically on these immersion trips to different places and pilgrimages and things like that. And so we're working with them, and um, they're going to take us. And yeah, am I 
like totally going in circles because you're no, just no, no. giving me the biggest smile and also i'm distracted well, somebody, by outside <laughs> i don't know if you guys can hear somebody is screaming in the living room <laughs> um yes good big news in our home yeah. this week but um yeah so anyways I think it's super amazing, super powerful for, yeah, for students, but also just for human beings. I would love to go with my entire family on one. That's my hope. I've only Aww. been to the Camino and the Holy Land. And the Holy Land one was, we didn't do walk, we didn't walk the whole time, but it was still a pilgrimage. Um, obviously, it's like the best pilgrimage you can go on. You're visiting Ugh. all the places where Christ walked. Um, but yeah, so that is one thing that I'm doing. And it was a really cool experience to be able to document it on our social media although again it was a lot harder than I thought and did not turn out the way that I wanted like most things in life but (laughs) God still blessed it so it was beautiful thanks um yeah what do you think is like um I don't know what was the most surprising fruit of pilgrimage um either you can answer this however you want either like looking at all of your pilgrimage experiences Mm -hmm. um like an overarching fruit or um the most recent or one in particular, however you want to answer it. Dang, that's a good question, but I could talk for an hour about it, um, so I'm trying to narrow it down. I think um, my first pilgrimage, my first Camino was, it was amazing, and honestly, going again was kind of difficult because the Lord just really challenged me in, in new ways, And but there ended up being so much fruit from that as well. But the first one, I will say, like it truly changed my perspective on um on two things on on what it means to be in community because I had never experienced community like that and I think it was also because of the trip I was on you know and Mm -hmm. it was unique but it is really a a community building um and unitive experience and then the other thing is it really changed it helped me to understand what redemptive suffering was Mm. and that's because you know you're walking like 25 miles a day and you're doing it in my like trying to get to this specific place Santiago and you're reflecting on not only like Christ and his life because you know you're praying the rosary and you're you're praying throughout it but also like on St. James and his missionary journey and what he would have endured you know just taking the gospel and following Jesus um in this place when he didn't know anyone you know just like experiencing kind of in a tiny way like what the disciples would have experienced and and learning how to, I really learned what it meant to, to offer up your suffering mm. um, in, in really cool ways. And it, it's something that I carried with me and still do to this day, like throughout the rest of my life. I, I really think about the Camino, and especially in like super hard moments. I'm like, oh, this is like that one hardest day on the Camino where everything went wrong and I ended up walking 20 miles extra. And so all these crazy things happened. But at the end of the day, like, I was able to to offer it up because I had no other choice, and I really learned what that meant and how to how to offer up suffering. And it doesn't take away the fact that it's suffering, but it gives meaning to it. And I don't know, it was just really beautiful to to reflect on that and to learn that while I was doing the Camino the first time. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Sense. No, absolutely. Okay. I think that's so powerful. Um, I feel like that's something that like Catholics and Christians like lament often is like not really knowing what offer it up means um and not just like in a well I I guess what it is is that it can seem like a platitude to say like oh offer it up 1000% and then like yeah it's sort of like having opportunities to experience it like it's a it's a let me put it this way it's a gift to be able to um enter into like what redemptive suffering is without it always having to be Um, like grieving and I know that like we've experienced like um that kind of suffering as well where it is just like yeah really painful stuff that you're like why is this happening to me 
Um, but I feel like these kinds of situations, um, I feel like fasting can be that way too. Um, but like, yeah, yeah, pilgrimage where it's like, it's a really good point. You're sort of putting yourself in, in that situation voluntarily, um, and like inviting God to teach you about suffering. Um, so that it yeah. can be an experiential learning <laughs> sort yeah. of a opportunity, you know, so that, um, yeah, because you said it so beautifully, like if your suffering has meaning, um, just as all suffering can when yeah. it's united to Christ. So it's so cool. Yeah. And I feel like that's not necessarily what people expect to hear as like this yeah. great fruit of pilgrimage. Um, and yet it's like p- probably one of the best and most important lessons you can learn in the spiritual life yeah that's really true it's funny because i was just trying to advertise on social media today for our pilgrimage and it's definitely not the way that i want to lead like come on this and you'll learn how to suffer you know because <laughs> i you know um that's something that i think i mean and everyone's is different who knows how god's gonna inter- uh, encounter people but it's true like i didn't ex- even expect myself to go there but when you ask that question that is really the the true honest answer that i can think of um, the number one fruit in my life. Um, so good. Yeah, it's funny. It's kind of tying this all up in a way. I am working on, we're, my team and I, on a series for social media that I've been having a really hard time with. And I've been like, where is Christina? Because I need her <laughs> knowledge about off, like what does it mean to offer it up? And trying to, yeah, again, share this with people. A large you know, amount of our followers are, are Catholics. A lot of them are young and just learning about their faith again or, or growing in their faith. And um, yeah, so I think offered up is like what you said, it can be seen as like a really like cliche kind of like platitude that we hear and it can be kind of an eye roll or something that people don't really understand. They're just like offer it up, man. Yeah. And yeah, you're exactly. like, do you understand what that right. means? Cause when you do, it's like, wow, I don't have, my suffering is not wasted. I right. mean, it's just super powerful, but yeah, learning how to, to explain that in a way that people aren't going to get, they're going to receive it. It's going to be written and articulated in a way that people can understand. It's difficult, you know? Yeah. And so it's just, it's funny because that's what I've been working on all day today. <laughs> that's so, so good. Yeah. Especially because, like, yeah, nobody gets through life without suffering. Nope. Nobody. There's nope. this, like, I don't, I I thought it was, like, just one, um, like, non denom I don't know what, church, I don't know what it was, but it was, like, some sign above, like, like a church at, like, a strip mall in mm-hmm. California, and it just, it was a sign that said, stop suffering, and it was, like, a sign about their church like going to their church you would stop suffering and then I oh, but no. then I saw it again in Colorado so I'm like maybe this isn't like a denomination I don't know but whatever like maybe it means I mean, I <laughs> yeah know. maybe it means something else yeah whatever <laughs> but it's like nobody is gets through life without suffering and it's just right. like to have the opportunity to like let God teach that to us in a way that's not um the ways that that we usually think about <laughs> I don't know when it's like just so crushing, you know. Yeah, um, it's really just that's a very important opportunity, folks. Yeah, if you can take it. You should. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It also taught me like I don't know, like God. God does not want us to unnecessarily suffer. When I say yeah. like learning to offer it up, yeah, like it yeah, could yeah. be things that are like really simple, like an inconvenience that like really yeah. Try, like test your patience and yeah. and you know like that sounds minuscule but even those little things we can unite to Christ and offer yeah. up as a prayer and that's a beautiful gift um and I think yeah but that would be that would be a whole another conversation talking Dude, about Catholics awesome. and suffering and people being like we need to all wear hair shirts and it's like no people don't say that but like do you know what I'm saying it can be like an unhealthy view of suffering as well where we like yeah who knows 
the squid is going to go in another direction. So we'll stop there with that. <laughs> so good. Well, what are you most excited about for CC? I am most excited about just getting to see Assisi and I keep saying Assisi when I'm talking about the pilgrimage and we're actually going to be visiting other cities within we're going from Rome to Assisi walking in the way of St. Francis so it's similar to the Camino walking the way of St. James but it's in the footsteps of St. Francis and the path he took when he was trying to seek permission to start his new order so he would go to you know the Holy Father and walk this path and so hopefully we'll be able to see I mean we will I don't know how many but we'll be able to go to different different um, cities and see different saints i really want to see padre pio on saint rita we're trying to work out the path right now but um yeah i'm really excited just for that and to be able to encounter and see where these saints lived and um especially in assisi though because i've just heard amazing things about it and um yeah it's somewhere that i've felt called to go for a long time personally so i'm excited for that and also just to to be able to start this new um endeavor with newman i'm hoping pray for us that it goes well so that's awesome yeah oh my gosh like so, so many good beautiful opportunities that yeah. are being presented to yeah. i don't know sure you and church. jp don't want to come <laughs> <laughs> you can we will think about it it i, I don't mean, know if she really means that but i hope she does <laughs> i would, would love to go know, it sounds amazing i know it's hard to take I a week have, off and go i have one. literally no clue what i will be doing i know um, i just I know. don't know god is sovereign god is that actually sovereign. is a great little segue into the way that we like to end our podcasts which i should have prepared you for and i apologize um so you don't okay. have to answer it if you don't want to but um we asked this cheesy question that we've been asking for several years now which is this what is exploding your soul lately i love that so it's basically like what i mean is it like an intense answer like or it, is it, it like a small intense, thing or it can be or it can be like small silly um stupid um or like beautiful anything. yeah do you answer as well or just your yes guess? we'll both We'll both answer. Do you want to go first? Ashlyn and I both answer. Sure. Show me the way. Yeah. There's so so many things coming to my mind. Let's see. I think what I will say is this. (laughs) 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 I'm purred happily from Parks and Rec. Do you watch Parks and Rec? No, I can get into it. That's a whole other thing. I love Shit's Creek, though. (laughs) That's a good one. Um, Purred happily is this character who will be like, the next guest on my show is the next guest whose name is Leslie. Nope. Who is my next guest? Okay. Maybe I should watch that again. <laughs> you made it funnier. All right. Um, yeah, I think I've been... Okay, the other day I was talking to somebody about like jobs and my future and stuff. And they were like, well, you sound really... Pu-. Oh, I should say, I do not have a job yet. Mm-hmm. And for a long time I was feeling very like despairing and frustrated about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have any more prospects than I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I was talking to somebody, and they were like, well, you sound really peaceful about it. And I was like, that's weird. <laughs> Not really. I was like, oh, good. Like, praise God, you know? Um, because I've been kind of, like, becoming more convicted recently and just, like, been moved by my conviction of God's sovereignty in my life and his kingship over my life and, like, mm. that his will will be done. And that's it. Um, and there's no getting around that. Um, and even when his will doesn't make sense to me or it seems like it's not fair or it's being like run by people who in my view are making choices that don't make sense to me um like his will is done and that's it mm-hmm. and i'm it's a mystery but i'm becoming more convicted of that and that's um been yeah settling my soul that's so beautiful 
Um, you don't have to talk that long. Or no, that was beautiful. You always inspire me, Christina. You have a beautiful way of always just. Well, I'm not being cynical right now. Forward, but I'm usually yeah, but am when, when you I'm are talking cynical, about these things. You're like, <laughs> I don't know. That's why it's even more beautiful because you don't say these things like just to say them, which not that everybody does. But I think you really, you specifically really, um, you say what you mean and you mean what you say, and especially in the spiritual in your spiritual life, it's so it's really beautiful to hear. You're gonna make me cry. Um, it's inspiring because I'm not in that place and I would like to be and I have been in, in certain ways but yeah it's inspiring because it's the truth you know yeah. God is sovereign overall and um, so now I am trying to think I was literally thinking totally on another plane of like I don't know what like TV show do I like so I'm no, trying to no no you to... literally can I've done that before where Ashlyn's <laughs> like something totally beautiful and then I'm just like I heard this joke and then oh. I tell the joke um, okay. <laughs> okay this is what I'm going to say I recently actually no I didn't go through this in a very like removed way I had um yeah just one of my really dearest friends go through a crisis um uh medical her medical uh I can't even speak what am I trying to say she had an an emergency and um she's very important not only in my life but in many others lives she just lives her life uh totally for the Lord and um she and for for others her and her husband are amazing so she was rushed to the hospital and had to have emergency surgery brain surgery and there were it was just you know scary for everybody and um I we she has a friend who is a servant of God and we started asking for her intercession and like miracles happened and are still happening like truly miraculous and I don't doubt that it could be part of the cause for her her beatification or canonization because like it was like a a miracle and so um it was a sister from an order i just know that it's sdsh i don't know exactly what they're called right now they're from california los angeles um and her name is sister ida servant of god and she is just a powerful intercessor and so just in general i already love the saints you know this but it's just been like really just getting me excited about life um and about heaven and being wanting to be a saint and well, just the reality of our prayers for each other you know yeah, amen that is so beautiful yeah and look at that like how uh, like the way that miracle was like it makes me think of Lazarus like Jesus being like I don't remember what he says exactly but you know this is this is for I don't know this is that you may believe yeah you know? so that you may believe yep yeah beautiful yes amen praise That's one God of my favorite stories in the bible amen this was so fun Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. Yeah. This was awesome. Folks, again, that was Deanna, and she's um, she runs the social media at Newman Connection, so you should definitely go and follow them. You should pray about going on pilgrimage with Newman um, and with Deanna in June to, to from Walk from Rome to Assisi on the way of St. Francis. If you dare. If you dare, <laughs> which you should. Um, and um, yeah, thank you for listening. And uh, this has been A Place Within. We will be praying for you. Please pray for us. Praise God. Amen. <laughs>